Tuesday, January 30th, 2018, episode number 631 of Oh Yeah Dude. My name is Jonathan. This is Seth. Hello, Seth. Hello, Jonathan. Oh Yeah Dude. America, through the eyes of two American Americans, thank you very much for joining us for episode 631 of our podcast. Uh, Live PD. Friday night, it's past Friday night, can I say that? Yes. That would be, what's today's date? This was the, then that was the 26th. Yeah. Warrant being served in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Very hard to see the perps when the door gets knocked down, but I can get a straight shot into the apartment, and I do see a full Christmas tree with full ornaments, and I do see it. With these very own peepers, I see it. In February 5th. <laughs> so I get to thinking, guys, you got a big-ass fake tree. It is from top to bottom ornamented. Uh, I guess when you have warrants, you have other things on your mind other than taking out the tree. But setting up the tree was... Setting up the tree was a breeze. Maybe the crime was committed after. Yeah, maybe it's more fun to set Great, it up put than it up. take it down. Taking it down is a real bummer. Making trash is real easy. Filling up the trash in the kitchen, easy breezy, Taking beautiful. it out. It's getting it out of the house. Whole nother story. I can't do this. I hate this part. Oh, my God. <laughs> Putting the shit in? I had a blast. Last few days have been a blast. They should have door-to-door trash pickup. Filled it up. How do we get that? Like the mailmen. They like just... A, <laughs> They come to your well, door. If they keep like losing the money, we can, just, we can just incorporate that in. Be oh, like, by the way. You guys mail everything and throw everything oh, away for Oh, by the it. way, uh, got a couple sneaky bags right here if you want to take these out for me. Um, so, what are you going to do? I thought, watching my, my NFL highlight videos last week, I thought that was pushing it. End of January is really... I, I guess this weekend... Live PDs will be the first weekend in February. We'll have to see if I see a tree up. Something. So I rest them just for that. <laughs> oh, Johnny's not here. Well, no, he isn't. You guys are all going in anyway. You're coming in. You're all coming in with me. <laughs> but why? You know why? Look at that thing. Man, very dry. <laughs> not much scent left, huh? From that dead tree in your home. That you got the day after Thanksgiving. That you guys got around Halloween. <laughs> you don't want it to end the holiday season, I guess, when you, you really... When you got warrants. <laughs> you want it to like, go on forever. It's in your stocking. A warrant? Shit. <laughs> a failure to appear. <laughs> it's, in my, it's a stocking stuffer. It's a pack of dentine, a roll of stamps, a deodorant, and a warrant. <laughs> from the Jeffersonville Police Department. Um, oh, man. You're talking about that making garbage and cr- creating garbage is much easier than dealing with it. Um, this is a new, um, a new spot in L.A. called Rage Ground. 
take it out on us is their slogan, rageground.com. Have you ever heard of a rage room? It's somewhere everyday folks can take out their anger, uninhibited and pure, let it all out. We call ours Rage Ground. We are based in LA and we're here to stay. We provide a safe, fun environment for those seeking to indulge their destructive desires and those seeking new experiences. It is our utmost desire to provide many options to fit everyone's needs and cravings through packages and customizable options. Different types of rage. Don't worry, though. It's perfectly safe. We provide full protective gear, including coveralls, a face shield, gloves, and vest. We also provide weapons and tools, such as crowbars, bats, sledgehammers, and items to break. We'll take care of you. Don't worry about a thing. Um, come as a lone wolf, bad term to use. Definitely. <laughs> and come as a lone wolf postal worker or, <laughs> or, or with a group of friends or with a partner for a romantic date night. I love you, honey. Come relieve your stress and take it out on us. Note, we do not accommodate drop-ins. Please also make an online reservation for the experience of your choice. Don't forget to bring closed toed shoes. Definitely. Five minutes is $19.99. 10 minutes, $29.99. 15 minutes, $39.99. Do you have any Valentine's Day packages? Yeah, what about like eight hours? <laughs> How much? About eight is hours it? with my lover. <laughs> like 15 minutes. Like, that's like. It's not enough for you? It's not even close to enough. If I'm going to go destroy things, yeah. I want some time in I there. Need, yeah, well, you need about 90 anyway to start. I want to exhaust myself. Oh, you want to be reeled re- out of there. And, yeah, I want to be Driven like... Driven home. <laughs> get him a move. Get him an Uber. He's really worked can't up. Can't move. So they're thinking more of... You're smashing and... I know your ra- ra- road rage comes in the vehicle. You Could they... That's where your rage is. Could they recreate a... A, a, a scenario. Like, like a, a traffic <laughs> scenario. You need a really big warehouse for that. But I want... Yeah, like, I want to recreate the road. The freeway. <laughs> A little bumper to bumper. This is an amazing recreation on this airplane hangar like of the 10 freeway. <laughs> I feel like getting out of this car and raging. Bashing some of these windows in. Throwing some lattes on some people. <laughs> <laughs> Might put some Molotov cocktails in some of these cars. Um, I guess... This is a... This what is, is this? this is going to birthday work. parties? What's this for? Yeah. It's like paintball or something. Karaoke. It's new karaoke. It's 2018 karaoke. karaoke. Paintball karaoke would be a good combo. Sing Rage. Um, Put some Slipknot on. They say they're they're based in L.A. and they're here to stay. I'm going to venture to say that they're not here to stay. No. Uh, but it's just not enough time, I think, is one of the problems. $40 for 15 minutes? Seems like that's a lot. I mean... Ah, ah, how many? And then what? You're just back out again? Yeah, you're back out. You want to like be really there. Wanna. You want to let it out. You want to document it. You want to lunch. Go back in. Yeah, Make that's what I'm saying. Out of it. Yeah, you don't want to have some of it, knock it all of it out, and then bring it back out into the world. Be like, guys, you, you took the lid off this thing. Yeah, but I, <laughs> not my fault. I'm fucking overflowing hey man, here. You opened this fucking lid up. <laughs> Sorry, officer, but you know I was just at uh, rage ground. You know my wife could only afford. I could only get 15 <laughs> minutes. I rage for 20. You know that. <laughs> you guys know me. You know that call. You always get that. I don't know. No lone wolves, no drop-ins. Or no, no lone, lone wolves, wolves are cool. Just no drop-ins. But that's crazy because... Are you allowed to like, bring your own weapons? What if you have certain like things? chainsaw? Yeah, like I got my own shit. Don't worry about it. Oh, don't worry about me. <laughs> but it's weird because, you know, 
if you want if you want a massage, sometimes you may think, oh man, I'm gonna get a massage. You can drop in. That's allowed. What if you're well? You're that's raging. what I'm saying. If you, you're, you, you should be I need to get this like, out right I now. Get this out right now. Yeah, I'm in a pinch here. Yeah, <laughs> I need a stickball bat, a punching bag, that. four breakable bottles. Yeah, I would think if you're really one? trying to help people, help. Are they trying to help? No, they're trying to profit. Yeah. yeah it's a gimmicky. It's campy, as opposed to like, are you fucking losing your yeah, mind? You have, like, you must have licensed therapists or on or in the building, <laughs> talk right? Talk you out. Because then you talk to them afterwards. Yeah. How do you feel now? Yeah, how do you feel now? You sit down with a marriage counselor <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Was your eight hours on Wednesday at fucking road rage? What's it called? Rage ground. <laughs> rage ground. Yeah, we sat with a uh, licensed clinical therapist for a couple hours after. I really feel like we I made, really some, am... made some incredible strides. <laughs> We're going to go back next week. We're going to go back next week. <laughs> Smash glass. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's like a... if it's. I just wonder what the scenario is, I guess. Oh, they have different ones, but... It, is it like dystopian of like it just burned out buildings and yeah purge like was it you do like like Westworld do different eras I want to rage like Victorian I want to dress up like a dandy and rage do you have that option that's a three hundred dollar option for ten minutes that's a it's <laughs> a one minute four hundred dollar option yeah they should really they should have thought about that they should need a bigger facility and they should really enable you to. I want to rage in different eras. I stay there for. I could. You should have a hotel attached to. It. I mean, <laughs> let me let me let me live let here. You got a sprinkles right here. I can get a cupcake here, right? <laughs> Let's make it real. I did a lot of research here because on uh, this blockbuster situation. You know, I'm this American blockbuster situation that has got me. I made phone calls to all the remaining blockbusters. That are in the United States. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I called all nine blockbusters today. Uh, on Debar in Anchorage, everything's good. On Industry Way in Anchorage, you're fine. Fairbanks, videos are renting. North Pole, Christmas year round. Sultana, don't worry about it, baby. We're Where's locked and loaded till eight tonight. Where is that? Alaska. This Anchorage, so Alaska. All- Anchorage, Alaska. Fairbanks, Alaska. North Pole, Alaska. Soldanta, Alaska. Called Wasilla. I called up Wasilla, Alaska. Oh yeah, we're, li- we're liquidating right now. We'll be done by the end of February, Max. Get up here. Get up here. <laughs> so that one's gone. So we're left with five in Alaska. We had two in Oregon. Remember, we had one in Bend. We had one in Redmond. And One Bend, not gone. to blow up your spot, but I don't go on Yelp, but you know, when you put me on hold and I'm listening to the Star Wars theme for like nine minutes, I got a call back twice. They're okay. Redmond, Oregon, no later than March, Seth. St. Patrick's Day, Seth. the <laughs> latest. So that leaves one in Oregon. And I called Edinburgh, Texas. And no one that guy up. was like, no, first time it went to voicemail. And then I called back. Oh, yeah, we're, uh, we're, it's happening right now. It's over. The news is here. I mean, there's a news crew here right now, Seth. Oh, really? It's done. <laughs> I so, was just giving my <laughs> testimony. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so it'll be like five in have, Alaska. So there's come. six left. There's five in Alaska and one in Oregon. The one so in Bend. The one in Bend. 
So it's a fight to the finish right now. I have a feeling Ben's goes before that goes before Alaska. Yeah, Alaska stays. North Pole is North Pole. It's not Alaska. It's actually North Pole, Alaska. All right. So, in to get shit there, I mean, they must be they're probably getting movies. You know, you get movies every what is it? Every Tuesday or every? I think that's when they came out. Every new releases, that but was albums. <laughs> those are that's Friday now. Is that Friday now? Yeah. See how old I am? It used yeah. to be Tuesdays. So I have a feeling, but they could be getting things. It could be a little bit later. Oh, yeah. Know? What about Redbox? Is Redbox up there? What happened to Redbox? I feel like that would be thriving up there. You think so? They're a little bit behind, though, because just to get the shit there. So their new releases are actually, they're getting things from. It's like yeah. Malibu's Most Wanted and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys got it? Awesome. You got eight mile? Yeah, we just got it in. Here, lose yourself. Awesome. Because so, it's fucking tough up there. You got to get in a snowmobile to fucking get out there. Yeah. Just to fucking go there. Yeah. What do you got? What's new? You know what I mean? Got eight mile. This new moonshine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, moonshiners on Discovery. Yeah, we just got the first season. Yeah, they're just so. But still, it's an option. I'm assuming there's no streaming. Maybe because well, why not? They have internet, don't they? It's probably pockets where it's just difficult. It's, it's too probably cold to run fiber optics. You can't run fiber optics up there in the cold. Freezes. Freezes. It just shatters. Ah, shit. It's buffering. Yeah, it's a degree out. <laughs> Got to work on that. So I'll, I'll keep an eye on this. Don't worry. Don't don't. I don't want you guys to worry about it. I'll handle this. I'll keep an eye on it. You keep calling every day. I'll keep <laughs> Keep putting on. Dun, 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 dun. All right, all right. A little on the nose, don't you think? Unless it was a movie soundtrack that they, you know, maybe if I got put on hold at another time, it'd be like Chariots of Fire. Yeah, maybe. Maybe in a different era, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, maybe it's like a their hold music is it's just uh, all great soundtracks. Great soundtracks. Yeah, the great soundtracks. The great. So. Who did Chariots of Fire? Is that Vangelis? I think that's who. I'm not sure. I hope th- I hope so. No, Vangelis did. Uh, Vangelis, man. One of the greats. No, they did Chariots of Fire's. Oh, fuck, man. Damn it. Scored of Chariots of Fire was done by Vangelis. Awesome. Thank you very much. Maybe, yeah. It's our hold music for the 888 <laughs> Is it Vangelis? Um, USA Today snapshots. Should I just get in on that? Well, real what's quick? happening? Is one opinion enough? Despite the seriousness of a cancer diagnosis, fifty-two percent of patients do not seek a second opinion. Okay. So, over half, just over half, okay. of the people that get told you have cancer, you have cancer, don't no. say. You know what? I'm gonna check. Well, your, I'm gonna check your facts. I. This is I'm at. You, maybe you can answer this. That's something you're supposed. I, I. Hopefully, you don't. We're all, everyone's gonna get cancer. But is that something you're supposed to do? My thought was, if a doctor tells you you have cancer, you better have fucking cancer. You better not find out. You have cancer, and then go to another doctor, and the doctor be like, "You don't have cancer. That's you have a toothache. That's the stupidest." 
and then go back to the first doctor and be like, I have a cavity, asshole. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Um, Thought you had cancer of the neck and jaw. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was totally off. You need a root canal. You just need a, you just have a filling. You get a filling. A bad filling. My bad. Um, well. Why would they say you have cancer if you don't have cancer? Because they don't know what they're talking about. Okay. Well, they should know. You should never tell anybody that they have cancer if they don't have cancer. Well, okay. Let's say this. Like, I mean, I'll use, I'll use a, a situation that happened with me this past year, and it's not human-related. It's dog-related. But my dog, Fatty, was diagnosed with... Okay, so Fatty started a showing a lot of discomfort and pain in his mouth area. And... I looked, and in the back of his upper jaw, I saw what I thought was a abscessed tooth. Okay. Which, you know, is essentially I've had myself before. It's, you know... You've it's, done your own dental work. Yeah, when I'm work. doing some of my own, my, own, my own DIY. Exploratory work. <laughs> yeah. But an abscessed, an abscessed tooth is a tooth that's gone rotten and is infected or whatever. And, and so I scheduled for him to go in for a teeth cleaning and what I believe you know, he's lost teeth in the past. I thought the tooth is infected. It's rotted out. It needs to be pulled out of his head. Then you get him on antibiotics and the abscess is gone and the bad tooth is gone. And you know, he loses another tooth, but you know, that's that. So I drop, I schedule, he's showing up quite a bit of pain though. And I wait about a week because of scheduling for myself and for the doctor. I drop him off uh, early in the morning, you know, and they supposed there, you know, it takes a whole day to, you know, even though the surgery itself or the process takes maybe an hour and a half or two hours, you know, because they're dealing with so many dogs, you drop the dog off in the morning and then you pick the dog up after anesthesia is worn off. So usually you get a call around between, you know, three or five, th between three and five in the, in the afternoon saying, you know, you can come and pick them up at six before we close or whatever. I drop them off and I get a call about an hour and a half after I drop them off. And I'm just like, I immediately, I'm like, this is bad. I pick up the phone and my vet, uh, who's, who's awesome is like, Hey, like, uh, I have some bad news. And I was just like, F I'm just like, fuck man. And she's like, there's no tooth. It's a tumor that's pushing out from his upper jaw essentially. Okay. And, uh, you know, essentially looking by the shape of it and where it is, I'm going to guess that it's, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's cancer. They don't often show up and look like this and they're not. All right. So her diagnosis is that he's got cancer. She pairs it down. If you'll excuse the term, uh, because it's so big and it's bothering him. So at least to give him some, some relief. And then she takes it and sends it off to be biopsied as well. Uh, she comes back with the results. The results are that it is cancerous. Okay. They don't know what kind of cancer. She tells me, you need to go see an oncologist. I go to an oncologist. The oncologist, uh, tells me essentially it's one of two different types of cancer. Uh, you know, these are the options. This is the scenario. Essentially, both of them tell me, I'm like, all right, listen, like I've had dogs my whole life. I've lost dogs to cancer. You don't have to, you know, please don't pull punches with me. You need to tell me what I'm looking at here. Like how much time are we talking about? Okay. Because neither of them 
at any point tell me he maybe you can get rid of this thing. It's it's the best is you let things run their course or you do something that is temporarily preventative that will slow the process and buy him some time. And they're telling me at that point that even doing the the, the procedures that would maybe buy him some time that I'm looking at two to three months. Okay. Devastating news, of course. Uh the oncologist who I was going to go ahead with just happens to not have the ability to give the treatment that I need at the time. So she says, listen, I'm going to refer you to another oncologist. Okay. Third oncologist performs procedures. I essentially, I get given an array of options. Uh, one is to do uh, an intense radiation, a follow up with a chemo for six months. Um, at which point they said, you know, they told me my dog's going to die in two months. I'm going to do a month of radiation and six months of chemo. And I'm just like, well, what are you saying? Like, how is that? And they're saying, and even at that, it'll probably come back within six to nine months and kill him. I can cut a piece of his skull out of his head to leave him deformed forever. Again, it will come back and kill him. Uh, and so I go to the third guy. I essentially choose... The least, the least effective of all the options, which was to do a, a palliative radiation on his jaw, and then I was supposed to follow that up with chemo, which I don't any, – anyone I know that's ever gotten chemo essentially gets sick and dies, in my opinion. Now, granted, everyone says, well, it was worth a shot. The cancer was going to kill him anyway. But it does seem to me that chemo is a, a real – I just didn't want to put him through – all this sickness and discomfort only to lose him at the end being like, I'm just going to make you feel like shit for the last three months of your life, as opposed to just like feeding him cheeseburgers and letting things happen. Long story longer, obviously. I do essentially nothing that these people suggest I do, for the most part. Okay. I do a small amount of radiation to try to whack out the area and stunt the growth of this tumor. And then I begin a process of giving him... Uh, a, a strong CBD Mike Simpson oil. Okay. It's nine months later, as I would say about maybe 10 months at this point, uh, his blood test came back. He's cancer free. Okay. No imperfections in the blood. Not one of the doctors ever told me at any point, was there even a possibility that this was something that we were going to be able to get under wraps, much less kill and eradicate. Yeah. His mouth is filled with fresh skin, the, there's no growth, no tumor. Um, and I did what most would say would be the most conservative amount of, you know, they didn't, they were like, it's not going to do much, but it'll do something, no big deal, cost you three grand, you know, the other ones will run you 10 grand and it'll take six months of his life and blah, 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 blah. Um, so the point is all three doctors were wrong. And not only wrong, all wrong in the exact same way. And and I think, especially when it comes to cancer... Well, like, like, take it back to humans. Well... So again, you're with, saying the same thing. We don't... Nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about, one. Okay. When it comes to cancer, because nothing works and we don't have a cure for it. I'm all we have that. is these... You know, well, Liars. this person did this, and that happened. Somebody did this, and that happened. And then they've just assembled all of those stories and done this kind of gross average. But, I mean, chemo is, like, insane and is so bad for people and makes people so sick. And then to try to have a body recover when it's being 
inundated with that kind of like poison is a such a counterintuitive idea for me. But my main thing with it is that a second opinion about needing a surgery for your appendix or something is probably a good idea. Okay. These people are in the business of making money, especially if they're, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, I make money from taking people's appendixes out. I'm not going to tell you like, you know what you should do? Like, don't get your appendix out. If I have the slightest notion that you need your appendix out, you know, and <clears throat> something like cancer, I even just, more so because nobody knows. I just, I guess the half doesn't matter. They're wrong. They did it. I just can't believe that there are people that have gone to their doctor their doctor have told them that they have cancer and there's a possibility they might have cancer is like, I think insane to me. Even if they do though, and they, to not go to someone else to get their input about what might, what they might do in order to deal with it, to take one person's perspective on that, I think is a mistake because the problem is, is that the person that tells you you're sick you basically hand all of this power over to them because essentially yeah. you now are like, well, if I didn't, if you, if you didn't, didn't exist, I wouldn't know that I was sick. So totally. now I'm not going to go to anyone else because I'm afraid I'm just, I, just tell me what to do. Totally. So they just hook, line and sink or do whatever this person says they, they should do. And I think that's a mistake, especially when you're in a situation where like we're saying, like they haven't, I mean, they don't know how to fix it. You know, they know, what has happened in the past, they know what has worked and what has not worked, and they know what options they have available that they can sell you, but they don't can't tell you, like, do this. I have a friend who's going through, a human, who's going through a crazy Sounds one right now, human. and they went to a very, very well-established cancer clinic here, and what they were saying was chemo, radiation, chemo, radiation, chemo, radiation. They went to go see a second dude, young guy, guy specialist in it said, and he's like dog charcoal mushrooms and mushrooms yoga and like let me oh, and surgery which is a big thing that they don't like i think in the past the idea of cutting out tumors has been it, the idea is that it aggravates the cancer cells and it makes it grow more aggressive and like all the new young doctors are like radiation and chemo don't work yeah. like you need to cut that thing out and like then start hitting it with bullshit afterwards and stuff so like fucking edm when and fucking mushrooms and charcoal you need to get on that edm fucking all about those chinese mushrooms though i'm gonna hand you a picture i want you to tell me who that picture is of i'm handing jonathan a color portrait i want him to tell me who he thinks it is um what do you think that might be what does that look like I don't know. Hold on. It looks like somebody, right? It does look I, like it a, looks. You no, know, it looks like different people, probably to different. Is it? Uh, who is it? What do you think? I can't even like? make a. I can't even make a. I think it looks like Josh Brolin. With long, beautiful hair. I don't know. So basically, picture Josh Brolin. I'll take a picture of it. Does that look like Josh Brolin to you? Long no, hair? No. 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 Jason Gedrick. Who does it look like? I don't even know. I'm not sure. Okay. Looks like a kind of a prehistoric person. Okay. It is a, a face. Uh, it's been recreated by a team of researchers um, in Greece from a cave. They found bones in the 1930s. It's a teenage girl from 9,000 years ago. There you go. So I was right. So you were right. Uh, yeah. So 9,000 years ago, teenage girls looked like I was Josh to... <laughs> Brolin with long hair. I was trying not to be rude, but I was going to be like, I, it looks like, like a caveman woman. A caveman, caveman woman. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah, but maybe that's just because she's wearing lip gloss. I didn't know that. Well, they put they did put a. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> put a little rouge and I'm gonna and some mascara. I think yeah. I'm gonna have to take a picture of this. That's a that is a teenage girl from nine thousand years ago. They it's in the Acropolis in Greece. They the team of researchers reassembled that. That beautiful. I buy it. That's a okay. Pronounced jaw, eyes a little bit close together. That's you a, know, I mean, that's Brolin right there. <laughs> I don't think it looks that's, anything like you Josh. Think it looks like I don't Josh think Brolin? it looks remotely like him. Actually. That's all I'm getting. <laughs> I'm just going to try and do a little comparison here. That's all here. I'm getting is Josh Brolin. I'm going to say, Josh Brolin, if you lived 9,000 years ago, you would be a beautiful, be beautiful teenage woman. I mean, it looks nothing like him, Seth. <laughs> sure? That's all I'm getting. I guess you're right. Yeah, maybe, thank you. Like there, maybe. Yeah, I'm getting all Brolin right there. <laughs> I'm getting all Goonies right there. we got to cast this role in Goonies. I need a... 9,000-year-old like caveman like woman. 9,000-year-old teenage cave girl. Caveman woman. Have you ever met Josh Brolin? Sicario? Uh, I was watching MVP, Most Valuable Performer on CBS. This was taking NFL players, taking them off the field, putting them on the stage, zone, and putting them on the stage to and do- saying... What do you got? What's your talent? What's your best off? Well, they all can talent? do ballet, right? A lot of them can do ballet because they have to. Well, there was an Irish dancer who took up Irish dancing in college because it helps him stay nimble on his feet. Uh huh. There was a singer. There was a guy who played the piano. Fantastic. These all players like that you know. Yeah, like, current, yeah, current, current active day players. Uh, all right. So we had Any some saints? singing. We had some uh, guitar playing and singing. Some piano, um, opera singing was the, who was the winner. That's Justin Tucker, the kicker for the Baltimore Ravens. Straight opera singing doesn't like, count. He's a kicker. Thank you. Put his voice, dog. Get yeah. an angel. Uh, then Kevin Zeitler, he plays for the Cleveland Browns. He came out. Now we've been watching people dance in in accomplish. Like I was yeah. in the piano, the guy was killing it, and the singers were not like I'm a guy who can sing. They were really what like, does oh. he do? Stand up or something? He took came out with his dog Amber, and he ran Amber around the jump, sit, stand, good girl, sit, good girl, catch, good girl, eat food, good girl, sleep, good girl. Not a talent. Absolutely not a talent. It takes two. Not a talent. Tango. Yeah, it takes two to tango. If he came out with his wife and tangoed, winner. (laughs) He brought his dog out, and he told the dog to sit, and then the dog sat. Like every fucking dog that exists in every home in the country. Hello, dog. Could you sit? Boom. Could you stand? Up. Do you like to eat? Damn. Could you catch a ball? Boom. Winner. Not winner. Not winner. Not talent. No, sir. (laughs) I'll be performing, uh, what, opera? No, I'll be um, walking around a stage with my dog, and I'll be telling her to stand and sit and, and watch. <laughs> Just watch what happens. Watch what happens. So it's essentially Amber, really, that's... The talent here. You know. Now, if Amber could tell you what to do, if you were like, if Amber was like, put her paw down to you and raised her paw up and got up, then yes. But your dog... And listen, we all know we love our pets. We, there are like there are like our children. Like, but um, your dog is really not that spectacular. <laughs> For one, I hate to break it to you, your team lost every game, and your dog's not that spectacular. How's your life? 
So on the field, you lose. And at home, you lose. You lose, but not lose. You win. Beautiful family, beautiful hot, uh, dog. You have a beautiful... She Amber is a beautiful dog. I don't want to take anything away from Amber. Hot dog. She's a hot dog. <laughs> but really not that impressive, yeah. per se, if you will. But congratulations, you performed. <laughs> you lost on the show, and you lost on the field. So you're a loser. Uh, got the kitten ball, though. We got that kitten ball coming up <coughs> on Hallmark this weekend. I'm going to give you some of the names, some of the players. We got J.J. Swats for J.J. Watt. What about, you remember uh, Ed Too Tall Jones. What about Two-Tone Jones? Ooh. Nice. You know my good friend, Hall of Fame wide receiver Jason Witten. Do you know Jason Kitten? <laughs> And you got feline Manning. You got to have that. But I want to remind you, I want you to never forget the very first touchdown ever scored at the very first Kitten Bowl. Kitten Bowl 1, they call it. That was Tabby Romo. Never forget. Never forget. Remember Kitten Bowl 1? I do remember that. I remember when Tabby Romo scored the very first touchdown never forget in it. Kitten Bowl history. I could never forget that. Seth reminds me every year. <laughs> tells me to never forget. Come on, Amber. Good girl. Catch the ball. You guys should do-do-do. Rope, lay down. Do-do-do-do. Kevin, you're on national fucking television. I know you're on a team, they lose, and so you're never on television, so it's cr- kind of crazy, but like... You, when you're playing football and you're losing, because all you do is lose, no one's watching. We're actually seeing this. I mean, uh, I know it's weird. Nobody for you. else no. did, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. only you. Yeah, who? Do you, what was the audience for uh, Thursday night at nine o'clock on CBS? MVP. I mean, who hosted knows? by LL Cool J. What was the doza? <sighs> Just anything. Get that football fever. Oh, Keep it going. Get that fever going. That bye week. Bye week fever. <laughs> I got bye week fever. Is uh, Kevin Zeitler of the Browns and his dog Amber around? Well, I don't know. What do you. For Super Bowl 50, you rewatched the highlights of every fucking Super Bowl, 49 straight Super Bowls. Well, what'd you do for Super Bowl 52? I kicked it with Kevin and Amber on the stage. Um, what do you. What do you know about Super Bowl soup? Super Bowl soup? Yeah, I didn't know about this. It's like a special kind of soup that you have on the Super Bowl? Yeah, and every year you add another ingredient? Whoa, I never heard of that. I didn't know about it either. And it's seemingly, apparently it's a family tradition of mine. Oh, and the, Lara, the Lara Kent home. And I had no idea it existed. found out about it 52 years later. Yesterday. All right. My mom's like, should I make Super Bowl soup again? And I was like, what the fuck is Super Bowl soup? And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, make yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, adopt it. Jonathan, adopt it. Oh, don't tell him. It's <laughs> a lot of fucking beans I was like, you guys must have started this when you moved to Idaho or something like this was after you kicked me out of the house it was probably Super Bowl soup yeah. I've never in my life before the Super Bowl you went to that's probably when they started it I mean my Super Bowl tradition growing up was that my father would sit at home alone and watch it and my mom would take me to Disneyland <laughs> all right I mean that was the get down back it's then like everything online where to watch the Super Bowl in LA uh my fucking apartment like people love being like oh they together. love to do that where to watch the super bowl um away in my f- home away from everyone <laughs> like in my home yeah people have 
I mean, obviously. Well, yeah, I guess Super Bowl parties. It and, doesn't matter. I mean, unless you're watching it, so that, that would make sense if you didn't really. If you didn't give a shit. If you didn't give a shit, you gotta you go and you fucking socialize and like have fun. Fifty-two beans. Fifty-two. How many beans are in the soup? Fifty-two beans. It's my Super Bowl soup. Been making it for. Are they? Do they? Are there fifty-two <laughs> different kinds of beans? There are. Yeah, there are. Wait till fifty-three. Oh. Super Bowl soup, family Super tradition. Super Bowl soup, a Larroquette family tradition <laughs> that he found out when he turned 40. <laughs> now, because I, because I have an addiction problem, because I, have a, I had to go back to get more of my butterscotch pudding because I'm... Yeah, he's single-minded. Just like, but because also because I understand my weaknesses. I, I could walk into this place, I could buy... They come in a four pack. I could get ten of them, and just not eat them in the car. Yeah, eat them in the car. Eat them here. Eat them in church. But I just get one because then I get home. It's gone in ten minutes, and then I just try not to think about it for a day or two before I have to drive back out to get it. But when I went back to get it again, I felt so guilty that I wasn't going to be able to save one for you. There's no way I was going to be able to get a four-pack and just be like, I'll have three, and I'll save one. No, it just can't happen. Yeah. It's calling me. I'd fall asleep, but it, I know yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in the fridge. So You got me something what you, I did you wouldn't is, want to eat. <laughs> so I got something that I <laughs> wouldn't touch. No, I actually, it's, it's delicious. They are so good. It's, uh, it's, another, uh, it's another snack from the state of Israel. Um, I'm sure many of our listeners have had this. Uh, it was new to me. Uh, it is called Bamba. It is a peanut butter flavored snack manufactured by the Osim Corporation in Halon, Israel. Bamba is one of the leading snack foods produced and sold in Israel. It has been marketed since 1964 with no decline in sales. It makes up more than 25% of the Israeli snack market. And this is... How much? 25%. And this is it. This is, this is Bamba, dog. I mean, when I was talking to people and didn't know Bamba... They were laughing in my face like dipping dots. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you don't know Bamba? What's wrong with What's you? What's wrong with you? Bamba is made from peanut butter flavored puffed maize. Yeah. It's, imagine a cheese puff if it was peanut butter instead of cheese. It's so funny that you say that. People have said that. Um, certified kosher by Badat's Jerusalem. Corn grits are popped under high Vegan. pressure. Turning them into long lines of white puffed unflavored bamba. The lines are cut into nuggets and then moved into a drying chamber where they are air baked for 20 seconds, which gives them a crispy texture. Very crispy. Very almost. It's like a puff. It's a puff. The peanut butter imported from Argentina. Very good. Did you know that was Argentinian peanut butter? Did you tell that? I had 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 an inkling. It's added at the end. A worker stands on a step above the rotating drums and pours a pitcher of liquid peanut butter into each of the containers. As the drums turn, the nuggets are coated. I'm loving this. The hot bomba is then moved along a conveyor bed to cool before packaging. As bomba is made with peanuts, people allergic to peanuts may be severely affected by it. However, a 2008 study concluded that due to the extensive consumption of bomba by infants in Israel, peanut allergies are rare. Uh A group, a a control group of Jewish children in the United Kingdom had 10 times higher rates of peanut allergies because they weren't on that bomba. You got to get that bomba in the crib. Second, the baby comes out, you're on that bomba. I lace my baby. That's a ceremony. You have a Jewish baby, you put the bomba right on the head right when they come out. Brisk, boom, bomba, right on. Bam. Peanut allergies, done. Um, But then I read 
Trader Joe's started selling it like last month. And I'm like, well, that's not, I want to, you should have to earn it like me and drive two hours to your Glad Kosher Markets and deep in the Valley Village. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now Trader Joe's wants to get in the game. Uh, I ate the whole bag. How good was it? So good. Vegan? Vegan. How's that possible? I know. So rich and creamy. How do they do it? I don't know. I mean, it's you could live off Bamba I think in Wayfair maybe, butterscotch pudding. Pretty much. You don't know about it. I don't know it. about <laughs> that, <laughs> that other, uh, other about part that. of it. Hey, Trader Joe's, why don't you get on that fucking Wayfair pudding? Why don't you get on that? <laughs> I mean, I'm huge at this fucking market, though. Now I roll in there. I love it's you. just like, he's back. Just like all my people. It's amazing. Where is it? In the valley? This is in Valley Village. So far. Hey, baby. When you have that rich, creamy texture of the Wayfair... Oh, my God. You could probably combo those two, right? The pudding and Oh, the... you could dip the bomba in the pudding. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Become a rabbi. You're automatically a rabbi if you do that. Bam. I'll know. One day I'll know about this. I'll have to drive out there myself, obviously, because I can't trust you obviously. to deliver. Your grandmother's insistence that you receive more bug bites because you're sweeter may not be... That far-fetched after all, according to pioneering research yeah. at the Virginia Tech Science. Life-altering. The study published last month in the journal Current Biology shows that mosquitoes can rapidly learn and remember the smells of hosts and that dopamine is a key mediator of the process. Mosquitoes use this information and incorporate it with other stimuli to develop preferences for a particular vertebrae host Ooh. species. And within that population, certain individuals. So oh. they can oh, yeah. figure out what... They tell each what, other. Yeah, like... No, I'm saying they can not only decide, I like to eat... I like to bite cows more than blah, blah, blah. But I also like these particular cows more than other cows. I was thinking you. Like, they're well, looking directly at you like, I like him. Have you I, had him? Oh, I had him last summer. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, man. It was... I got drunk. And that nectar in him, like, no, no, he's off. He's off the sauce. The word got around. You got to taste him now. You got to taste him again. It's <laughs> sweet. However, the study also proved that even if an individual is deemed delicious smelling, a mosquito's preference can shift if that person's smell is associated with an unpleasant sensation. Hosts who swat at mosquitoes or perform other defensive behaviors. <laughs> I don't know what those are. Kicking. But <laughs> high, high, like kick. high kicks may be abandoned no matter how sweet they are. So think about that. So if you actively... A karate chops. <laughs> judo! <laughs> oh, he was so sweet, but his judo is quick. Go, I don't go near him anymore. His judo is quick. His karate is very fast. This seems like... I buy into it. I You buy into because it, Because huh? this whole fucking natural world that we're oh, in... Oh, I believe in... ...is so... Listen. They talk about us. I know they do. The skeeters, I know they're up there and they talk about us. It, you think about a campsite, a you know, summertime barbecue, you know they communicate however they do, and you know they know that's the sweet one right there. But watch his hands. His hands, they're not that actually not that fast. <laughs> he thinks he read a study, so he thinks if he does some of his judo chops, but it they're really slow. It's not gonna get you. Don't worry about it. Oh man. It's interesting, it's like that. I would imagine that stupid study that they've come up with, it, it probably took a long yeah, time and a lot of 
woman and man power. Oh, God. A lot of hours. And then we were just having a conversation about how fucking scary it is that you're going, we're going into our into our primary care physicians and finding out we do or don't have cancer. But yet these quote-unquote doctors, I guess you'd call these them? These are scientists. Do- that's a doctor, right? Oh, I think but so. what do you do with your fucking time? <laughs> deal with skeets? All day I deal with them. I study them in their ways. Yeah, you do, huh? <laughs> you do. Could we harness all of it? Could we stop every fucking study... Take no say, more studies until you guys. No figure, more studies until you figure out. Until this. Seth, when he finds out, he wants to find out the first time. Either way, I just don't like that idea of thinking that something and then, oh, your doctor told you you have cancer. Oh no, you don't. But I mean, but think you could you, be so you, angry, but think about that being counterbalanced by the relief sure? that you would feel well, that's for a not crazy having world we live in if you do that. Well, that's the world though. I guess isn't it? It? the world is so scary the doctors have got a an edict to just tell half the people they have something and then they find out they don't. I'll have a little bit of joy. They're so sad. Oh, he's a widower. Tell him he has a brain tumor and then we'll call him about forty eight. Hopefully he doesn't do anything too crazy in that time, but oh he will be like relieved. Oh, what a joy we do. We're such great doctors. We do a great service as doctors. I mean, just we got to get, we got to, we got to harness the energy here is what we got to do. Yeah. Got to focus it. Focus it. Focus it. Yeah. I was watching this. Focus it. I was watching a little video last night on a genetically, scientists have successfully genetically modified a dragonfly and fused its body, its actual organic body, with uh, drone and solar panels, drone parts and solar panels. So essentially trying to make a drone small enough has become so difficult at the size that they're working at that they realize that if they just took things that... A living thing. And so this... Drone controller is goes into the neurological, like the brain stem of this thing, and then it grows this fucking solar panel on its back so it can, can propel itself. And it, that sounds totally normal. I mean, it is like so terrifying. What's, what's weird and about people that? are like, you know, There's nothing weird about that. The comments obviously are just people being like, like, hey, Black Mirror, like, what's up? Like, you know, and. M- also thinking that it's cruel, thinking that it's unnatural, thinking that it should be illegal and all these other things. And to me, I'm like, okay, that's all fine. I mean, we can, we could, we could argue all of that. Would you want a solar panel Wouldn't, on your back? Wouldn't but what, 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 don't you think we could deal with like, you know, like cancer and racism before we like, I mean, the, this thing is so crazy futuristic. That's pretty crazy. They control it with like pulses, and I'm like, yeah, but it's like a living thing that you've like hijacked its brain and now have turned it into like a little mini computer. I'm like, how can we even, like, it's absolutely wild that we are moving so f- forward on some of these things and some of these other. I guess things that have been, I guess, decided that they're unsolvable or something, or, or I just don't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't compute to me that it's like, how can we be pushing so far forward so quickly with some of these things and not the, that the guilt or the, 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 like the terrifying feeling of being that advanced and that, that also Un, unresolved and 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 it's just I don't under how how it how it how it can feel okay to the people that are 
I guess obviously people just do what they do and they make progress and then people reward them for that progress and so they keep going and it's not their problem to solve racism. I guess if they make fucking hybrid insects. They They make dragonflies with solar power packs and drones. It's like, what what are you, and they're like, oh, just think about how good it could be for surveillance. And I'm like, yeah, like, no, like we don't, we don't need it. Like, I mean, they need it. We don't need it. Like, yeah, they just got to make, got to get GoPros into the eyeballs. This is a crazy dragonfly. Meanwhile, you know, I don't even know. People are still telling me that, you know, the earth is flat and fucking, you know, I just, I'm like, <laughs> uh, this is wild. Like, have that dragonfly go the whole thing of the earth with it, and then we'll be able to see. <laughs> oh, the dragonfly fell off the side. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Told you. Um, fuck, man. What, you want me to read something? Yeah. What about this? What? New Wave Foods, San Francisco. We disrupt seafood, not the oceans. In 2015, we began developing and perfecting. Could you say that? Could you gotta say that a little more? Do I? Yeah, like you've like you've come up with the slogan, and you're telling everybody like this is our slogan. We disrupt seafood, not oceans. I heard it. Did you get that right? You hear me? Um, First employee to tattoo that, it gets a free parking space. In 2015, we began developing and perfecting the world's only algae and plant-based shrimp. Using natural ingredients and cutting-edge science, we bring you a shrimp that is uncompromising in taste. A shrimp without slavery, bycatch, shellfish allergens, or antibiotics, or ecosystem devastation. A shrimp that everybody can love. Now in 2018, our shrimp will be available in retail in California and Nevada later this year, our products will be available in select markets nationwide. Wow. That's New Wave Food and their, what would you call it? Scramp. Scramp. Is this shrimp? Maybe. It's scramp. I don't know. How do you feel disrupted? No. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. It tastes just like shrimp, I guess, for people that are into shrimp. Shrimp is good. Not my jam. Wasn't? Never. Nauseous. Very good. Looking at it. Texture. Yeah, I like them. The shine. I don't like crab, really, and I don't like lobster that much. I love shrimp. Oh, my God. (sighs) Scrimp. How happy are you when I fill up for the Super Bowl next to your soup, a big (laughs) bowl of this new wave shrimp that you don't got to feel guilty about at all? I don't know how guilty I feel about the regular ones. (laughs) Well, you should. No, I know. That's your problem. I know. It's slavery. I know. I know you're right. Um, no, I do. Maybe, yeah. They're well because they're not appealing looking. You only like to eat things that are cute. Things have to be adorably presented to me. No, they're well. They're disgusting looking, and they're they don't shrimp's not good. People love shrimp though. It is good. I mean, Red Lobster. They people go and they get the shrimp. All you can eat shrimp. They it's like I'm. How much can I eat? Two, as much as you 300 can. Three hundred of them. Oh, I could eat 80, 80, 80 of them. About eighty to ninety of them. What do you mean they're not good? Not good for you, or they don't taste good? Oh, no, I don't care about that. They're just disgusting. They're so good. They're so gross. (laughs) And that sauce, everyone, I'm going to dip it in my sauce. Uh Are you really, though? Cocktail sauce? Oh, woo. Mm. You mean shrimp cocktail Mm. sauce? So good. So good. So good. How's your If it's good enough for the whales, it's good enough for me. Whales like shrimp? Love them. All right, then. Do you think whales are going to like this? Can a whale eat this new wave shrimp? I hope so. Hmm. Um, so you wouldn't try this because you don't have any interest? 
I would take a bite of it just to, just know. to be a part of the action. Yeah, of course. I'm a part of it. can't not. I can't not be. If everyone's talking about some fake scrimp and I'm out on <laughs> the sidelines being like, <laughs> I don't like shrimp, so. <laughs> be like, got to try it. Yeah. Oh, I, I'd love to try them. I bet you they're gross. That's, but they, no, I remember I saw some vids and people. I remember were, when I was vegetarian still, I got into this thing where I got, I started having a hankering for tuna salad. And it was like insatiable. And I started doing the research and I found like, like tunant, like it's like some like canned, watery, soy based, like fucking fake tuna. And I made tuna salad with it and it was absolutely fucking revolting. And I tried to power through it and I just tried to add more mustard or more celery or more whatever. And it was. So fucking gross. Well, this one new wave, baby. I mean, people, most people would say tuna salad's Starbs. gross enough to begin with, people much less a shit. fake. Put some celery in that. Put mm. some honey on it. People love that shit. People don't know. People don't know. Try that. You put it on everything. It sounds gross. How, how can honey sound gross? Because it's on tuna salad. Oh, okay. That's why. <laughs> Thanks, Elvis. But uh, try it because uh, it's better than you think. What's the largest meat company in America? Foster Farms. Tyson's Foods. Yeah, Tyson. <laughs> they uh, have invested in Oakland-based startup, Memphis Meats, which is going to make meats with cultured, where they'll take... Grow meat. They're going to grow it. And they say, pretty soon, what you into? Because it will be... Because it's... We talked, right? Did we talk about that already? Because we decided, can you do that? Is that... Ethical? Would that legally be... It wouldn't be... Vegan, because it would be from the original cell culture would come from. Yeah, but nothing was. Animal. But nothing would be killed. No, right? Just take or no. Well, I mean, you're still killing the meat, right? Because it's growing, and then you're cutting it off and cooking it. So it is well, still killing it, but there's no brain attached to it. I guess no, because it's just. It's not sentient. Um, what would it be? What's the, know, it's not the, I need a, a food ethicist. Uh, with Michael well, I mean, That's us, man. We're the fucking food ethicist. You and me? Well, I mean, everybody. Um, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Would you it's try the, that? I, I'd have to find out. I'd have to talk to uh, Ooh, uh, Joaquin. a priest? Joaquin Phoenix. No, you wouldn't. Would who, would you, who would you, who uh, else better to decide than priest, you? A vegan rabbi. That's so stupid. Kosher, vegan, no. Glatt. You <laughs> decide. Okay. You have to decide. It they has don't to get. Be me. Who gets to decide? You get to decide. Moby. <laughs> Maybe Moby. Hey Seth. Can I eat this? Moby. Hey, oh, hey Moby. Moby it's, Seth. it's Seth. Can I eat this? Is Joaquin there? He's not. <laughs> All right. Cool. Let me ask you something. Oh, Paul McCartney's there. Cool. <laughs> Honestly, anybody though, else? You guys got anybody else? I mean, is it? Talk to my fucking. Gotta talk to my priest. My vegan and then priest. is it still cannibalism if you grow human meat and eat it like that? <laughs> oh, <it>. Shit. <laughs> or you just, you know. Gotta talk to people. I'm gonna have to talk to some people. I'm, I would try it. I'm scared of it. Don't be scared. Because uh, I like my meat the old fashioned way, just, you know. Slaughtered. Slaughtered and bloody. No, uh, no, I'm just scared of, of what that means, I guess. I mean, not that I'm, I mean, I don't know what the fucking Impossible Burger is. I don't know what that shit's doing to me on the inside. 
We don't know. You know? I mean, I know I we like them. Find out I know happened. I like them, and I feel better about eating them than I no, feel about eating know. a real cheeseburger. Gonna, you're going to find out about a year and a half that when heme hits the system, it does something. Well, that's what the FDA is claiming. Oh, you ate that heme. Oh, you dummy. Sorry, you're not covered. Oh, no. <laughs> you're, not. you're not covered. Your insurance doesn't cover heme. Pre-existing condition, heme. Heme existing condition. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. You know how it makes it look um, kind of red and bloody pink? It does that to you. Inside. Inside. <laughs> should see your insides. Ooh, shit. Very bloody. Man, you should see your skin under this infrared thing. It looks like shit. But your insides look, ooh. Um, oh, so many exciting things to come. I don't know, man. I have all to. the things that are bad for me, I like. All the things that are good for me, I don't like. So, I mean, that's just the way it goes, right? I guess so. I mean, you like that. You're cleaning up that system. You got that charcoal. You love to get that charcoal in. That shit was so good. Joaquin Phoenix. J O A Q U I N. How the fuck would you ask that guy fucking anything? Because he's the world's sexiest vegan. Whatever. So I go, all my questions, I go to him. Fuck that fool. About everything. I was thinking about getting these J's. Joaquin, what do you think? I, I got nothing to ask him. I'm going to ask him. I'd ask his brother. That was the real deal. Oh, you loved him. River was the real deal, You loved dog. him. You really did. <laughs> um, you really did. Genuine article. Real deal. The king of beers has officially been dethroned. Budweiser is no longer... Uh, among the top three best-selling beers in the U.S. What? According to Beer Marketer's Insights, as people drink less beer, I don't think that happened, uh, or switch to craft brews, wine, or spirits. Oh, people love them craft brews, Doug. People do love the craft brews. I'm saying nobody's drinking less beer. I mean, you drink less of the craft brews because they get you mad more fucked up. Because no one's like, drinking less beer. I don't think so. Uh, if anything. Miller Lite has supplanted Budweiser as the number three Favorite beer in America behind number one Bud Light and number two Coors Light. So we got Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Miller Light. Light. People like to stay active. What about Michelob Light? That must come number four, right? (laughs) Four. Number four, I think. Michelob Dark. Oh, man. After a fucking long day at work. Amstel Light. Dude, when I have a crazy day, I just come home and I crack open a Michelob Dark. And I just drink the fuck out of it. Um, Michelob was a big beer when I was a kid. Michelob looked cool because the cool brown bottle. It was cool. It was cool. And a Michelob dark, man. That just means your cool. work for a living. Um, I Bud Light tastes much better than Budweiser. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Uh, Coors Light is gross. Okay. And Miller Light is like... It's a silver bullet though, eh. isn't it? Miller Light's fine. It's good. It's the champagne of fucking beers. But Miller Lite's the champagne of beers. Isn't it? Or is that Miller? I'm not sure. Or Miller Lite. But we're watching our figures is what we're doing. I don't think if it's, top it's, not are, of, it's not because of... It's not because of... because of taste? It's because of taste. Okay. And drinkability. Drinkability? Well, yeah. why wouldn't you... I mean, why would you just get a Budweiser and get a real full-bodied, full-bodied taste? It's because it's not a good full-body okay. taste, I don't think. Okay. But it's the king of beers. Miller Lite, also simply known as... Light. It's 
What's that mean? Oh, alcohol per volume? Alcohol. Um, baby, I'm only talking about that sweet American taste. Introduced in 1973. If you could only drink one beer for the rest of your life, Me? would it be Bud Light, Coors Light, or Miller Light? Me? Yeah. If I could only drink... Oh, it's Bud Light. You drink Bud Light oh, for God. the rest of your life. Absolutely. Okay. No question. All right. Uh, talk to the people over at Bud Light. I'm going to talk to my people. I don't think they even make... Do they even make Michelob? They only make Michelob Ultra. That was the one that came out. What about Michelob Dark? Do they still make that? Because after I play racquetball, when I get home from like a crazy racquetball sesh... Dude, that old bottle, though. Come on. Yeah, it's a good-looking bottle. It's like a lava lamp. It's yeah. fucking beautiful. It's a beautifully designed so bottle. So fucking dope. God, I want to drink that bottle. You should. That's a good-looking bottle. You should have some. Who's got the best bottle? That's really how I Michelob. do it. Damn it, man. Classic dark, dark. Oh, but when don't you see when you see that Budweiser, that classic Budweiser bottle doesn't just take you back? Well, it used to taste good back then. Oh, they t- it tastes different, huh? Yeah. Okay. Ch- change the formula. Um, it's in the water. Bud Light tastes better than, I think, maybe Miller Light if I had to pick one. Fuck, no, I think you I'm go with Bud, Bud Light. For the rest of your life. Um, yeah, so Coors Light, according to 2017 estimates from the trade publication, which has tracked the industry for more than 40 years. So, I mean, this is a fairly res- oh. reliable source. Budweiser is no longer in Budweiser- the top three of beers. I think, that's, I, I, I think that's pretty shocking to me, anyway. I mean, that's my, when, that's my dad's drink. And so you just associate your beer with your dad's beer. And so to see that to be dethroned it, just, and tossed aside... I don't think it tastes like it used to. Does he still drink that? He still drink Budweiser? Definitely. They're so bad. I mean, but that's what you, when that's what you drink, that's what you Why drink. Why doesn't he drink Bud Lights? He's an older man. He should watch his figure. Because he just, when you've been drinking no, Budweiser's yeah, for yeah, 50 it. years, yeah, you get a Bud. Any city you're in, you have a Budweiser? No. You've been dethroned. Sorry. Sorry. Have a Michelob Dark, sir. I'm a 70-year-old man. Sorry. Michelob. Have a Michelob Dark, sir. <laughs> I serve this country! <laughs> You've been dethroned. Uh, yeah, well. Times change, man. Who knew that Sierra Nevada was the number one selling beer in the country? <laughs> Uh, man So crazy The number one selling beer In the whole country In 2018 Was Rolling Rock You miss beer? Really? Dude If you had to pick You would pick beer Over hard liquor Or cocaine Or weed Oh god yeah Of all If you could only have one back What are my choices? Cocaine Marijuana Cocaine Marijuana Hard liquor Or beer are there ramifications or repercussions? They're all the same. Real life. Well, you can't pick cocaine is the thing. I, I might. I mean, uh, economically and just. I'm just saying you could you you have the option of doing one without any ramifications in the grand scheme of your life. Not saying they all still have their, you know. But you have to buy it with your own money. Let's let's take that out of it. Let's just talk about pure result. Like you can you can continue you can go on the rest of your life having the option of every once in a while doing some cocaine or drinking a beer every night or smoking a joint at night or you know every weekend doing an eight ball 
or like you know wow. i'm just saying hard liquor beer weed or coke you would, get to have I one would back definitely take alcohol over weed okay i would take probably beer over liquor okay i'm like cocaine man yeah that's what you that's what you'd have back i mean that's what you want back i'm getting, i'm shaking right I know. now that's the truth about that a beat of sweat on your forehead yeah yeah it is motherfucker <laughs> You want Coke back. Stop it. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. America. I could say weed, but at the same time, it's I could just start smoking weed again, so it doesn't really feel like I could just do that, and I wouldn't have to. I could still, I should still get one of the other three, because it doesn't count almost. Well, I never got to do, I never had a Sparks, and I never got to do, I never had a quote unquote Molly, so I don't know if, if I'm, you know... Was my does the ecstasy that I got to take not as good as if I got no? I mean, I, better. I mean, it be it's different. It's I mean, if you got good ecstasy back in the day, it's a different feeling, but it is maybe on the same so on the same not, level. So okay, so I'm not like it's not like I missed out on something. No. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, like really good, like rave ecstasy back in the day was fucking awesome. Okay. I mean, it's still it's something that's come back in fashion now, where people are like, they oh, want like, like old pressies, like yeah. I want you to mix it with the other shit because it's better when you mix it all together. Yeah. You know, put a pirate on the top. Yeah. Bam. Okay. Uh. Oh man, cocaine gets you going though. I um, mean, the thing about cocaine, anything's possible. Is it's I got a great when idea. it's when it's good. What about this great idea? It's so good. Oh, I got a great idea. And it can oh really, God, really elevate oh, your ideas. a conversation. Oh, yeah. It's a great ideas. Oh, I love ideas. music. I'm talking about music. Liner notes. <laughs> Fuck it. Beer. No, I ain't getting in that stupid you just want world. beer back? It's yeah. so fucking basic. Like being beer drunk is so gross. It's so like yeah. lethargic and gross. We asked to leave a place, sir. We have to yeah, ask you to leave Yeah, because you're here. beer drunk. Because you're, you're like nasty and yeah, beer drunk of, you're sort of turn sort of nasty all of a sudden what do you mean <laughs> uh, the truth is nasty is it <laughs> oh fuck man oh shit now oh no man right i think it, yeah. yeah i think i think cocaine is a i, it, I would know, i would man. respect the choice you know but just even in getting around that, arguing about Radiohead albums and like being in that conversation, <laughs> ranking Radiohead I'm, albums I'm at dying. five in the morning. I'm dying. I mean, no <laughs> way, Jose. I'm dying. No way, Jose. <laughs> That's tough living right there. It's it's not a good look. What about King Crimson? No one ever talks about King Crimson. <laughs> Are you on cocaine? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You might that's just a rough that is so hit or miss. Although God, when I was doing cocaine, we didn't have apps. And I had my great ideas on the cocaine. Now I'd have all my great app ideas. I know. They'd be coming late at night, deep in the valley, fast and furious. Yeah. You can make a lot of money. So, okay, so yeah, you know how you get trash? You know how you like to fill the trash? But you need to take trash out? What if the mailman took the trash out? <laughs> right, right? Right? It's an app. Right, post office, it's uh, it's falling apart, right? <laughs> What time is it? Can we call him? No, all right. Can we call him? Can we yet? call him? We're going to call him, right? I think he's up. Yeah, hey, I mean, the 99 cent store. It's cool. We can meet him right there. <laughs> totally cool, right? We're talking about doing cocaine back in the day. When I got to LA in 95, and Hollywood was shady and dark and scary and weird. And now it's not. It's like soft and whack and Bogota. Yeah. And I say that to people, and they think that I'm lying. 
And then I just read this article with the watch commander at the Hollywood police station on Wilcox talking about sort of the changing. How crazy. <laughs> the, there were, in 1995, there were 37 homicides in Hollywood. In 2017, there were two. Yeah. So I was like, finally, I'm going to pull this out. I'm going to carry this with me. Yeah. And when I tell people... No, like listen to me. It used to be like really. All you have to do is watch that cops episode when they have the West Hollywood and they go up to Franklin and they go up Ivar or like Argyle, Argyle. and I'm like, it is like yeah. terrifying. Yeah. It is like, it's it's yeah, it's all time. Now it's like people are fighting over like almond milk or pea milk or yeah. almond milk or yeah. oat milk in the yeah. street. Three people fighting over the milks. Like guys, you know, like 20 years ago, like cops was here and it was like so scary. Shut up. Oat milk is thicker. It's from Sweden. Pea milk is soft and weak. It is though. I'm. I got duped because I got that chocolate pea milk, and I think oh, the chocolate eclipsed the taste of you it. And that, I got yeah. so I went and yeah. bought regular pea milk for my cereal. Ooh. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's so dusty. Oh, this is weak. It sauce. looks like it's like they poured it on an old floor and then swept it back swept up into a bar. Evaporated it, heated that. Here Very you go. dusty. And that was eight bucks for this oh, gallon, half gallon. I mean, it's so expensive. Okay, I think, this is but crazy. Everyone loves oat milk. Oat milk is our shit right now. I haven't had it. Got to get on that. That consistency, so full you body. You haven't had it. Oh, you I did. Had you had a sip of it. Had a sip of it at Rubies and Diamonds, because the baristas be talking about it. This and what did least, you think? It's it is full bodied. Does that make I mean, sense? No. Think of oats. How oats yeah, are so like, full so it's just like bodied. The, so it's just like oatmeal juice. I don't want to say that because I don't want to turn people off from this delicious, full body Swedish, Swedish <laughs> delicacy. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. America through the eyes of two Thicker American than almond Americans. milk, though. Yep. Okay. That's yep. Thickness is consistency is hearty. Think of the Swedes. Just a hearty <laughs> people. Oh, man. Uh, what do we do? Oh uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. America through the eyes of two American Americans. This is episode six hundred and thirty-one of our comedy podcast. Gotta say thank you for everybody that's listening right now. That is very kind of you. We I guess asked, could you come back next week for six thirty-two? Uh yeah, dude.com. That's the website. You can uh click on there to get merch. Uh you can go on there and each episode, we have uh, some show notes that Jeff does for the episodes. You can call the voicemail, 888-842-2357. Uh, you can tell us what's going on, share your thoughts on that voicemail. You can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon's a website. You can pledge to Jonathan and I, to me and Jonathan, whatever you... Uh, Whatever you feel comfortable with, whatever you think you can do, you just a little bit more than you feel comfortable with. I would say. Hey, I would get. You know what? You got to get out of your comfort zone. <laughs> just feel That's a, in 2018. Should feel if, like you're just you're pushing it just a little wanna bit. You want to maybe push it so much that you like. I'm losing sleep. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> I have a kid to feed. Why am I? My baby's hungry. Yeah, but they are. They're hungry too. Yeah, and they're fucking. Their alternative milks ain't cheap. Yeah, these ain't cheap, dog. Honey, um, I know, 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 I know that our baby's hungry, but Jonathan and Seth like alternative milks because they're little bitches. 
Um, yeah, thank you so much. Everybody that has pledged to us on Patreon, obviously, that's like amazing. Thank you. If you're listening, you say, hey, you know what? I, I want to be amazing too. I want to be amazing too. I want to part of be, I want to be, be part of this. <laughs> be amazing. Um, and thank you, everybody. Whether this is your first episode or your 631st, or your last. <laughs> uh, oh no, because you don't even know about 632. What's in store? Yeah, that's a little. That's what the dupe we can do, like my moonwalk. Oh, just wait. Just tell everyone, like, oh, next episode, I got Woo-hoo. a surprise guest. <laughs> Woo hoo hoo um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're doing interviews. We now. have a toll-free voicemail. Did you give 888-842-2357. that? 888-842-2357. Yeah, we're doing interviews now, so you might want to come in next week and just keep just, lying and yeah, saying that. Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> Soderbergh's in the house next week. Next app. Just uh, talking. But yeah, come back next week. Tell a friend. Subscribe to the show. Pledge to the show yeah. if you can. Uh, call in with your questions for Chris Pratt for yeah. next episode. Just yeah. call in, you know, because everyone's <laughs> coming by the studio. Um, you can find us on Twitter and instagram and stuff like that i guess technically i'm back on the instagram at the moment why so. not live life yeah I, uh, I got indulge a little indulge you I got give sucked. yourself why are you gonna deprive su- yourself i got sucked back in i'm not depriving myself yeah I'm, get in I'm, there maybe just you don't have to make no fucking apologies for that that's get on that what's um, wrong with being social that's what and that's what the world's about yeah being social meeting people seeing new things being exposed to new ideas yeah beautiful sunsets <laughs> and, and cakes yeah Lunches. Yeah, you're having a fucking Caesar salad. Why are you taking a picture of a Caesar salad? As if we've never seen a Caesar salad. <laughs> Look at this Caesar salad. Cool. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, man. I don't know. What I'm going to do. I took a picture of my juice today and put it up. So. I ended up at a pop up right after we said don't do it. Like a restaurant or a. Yeah. Carl Kanai's daughter, Kai. Kai Kanai. <laughs> really? Teenage vegan chef. So good. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh, so there you go. Yeah. So then sometimes they aren't so bad. I guess it, maybe was it expensive? One cheap. I mean, fixed menu. Yeah. Um, what kind of vibe? What kind of? They did it at Johnny Rockets. Which, so is which it is like now no longer jo- Johnny Rockets? The one like on empty. Melrose. Yeah. Do they do it like? Is it like diner food? Yeah. It was burgers and shakes and fries. And, and? oh, it was amazing. It was awesome. I mean, she's cooked for Oprah. What do you want? I'd try that. Fuck yeah, Why you would. Why you fucking never tell me about anything good? You never never only call me the things bullshit. that I would... Only bullshit. Only bullshit. Watch, make me watch terrible television. You don't save me any of the good snacks, and you never invite me to things I would actually come you to actually and try. Do. I, hey, know that it is, I know that it's in part because you can't rely on me. I also can't call you because I'm fucking... I guess I could let you know beforehand. Yeah, well, because you know beforehand, about three and a half weeks beforehand, yeah, that you're going to do it. Two months beforehand. But I mean, the, the idea is that you can't count on me to... Stick to your schedule. So it's something you have to let me know about and then hope that I get yeah. there as well because you can't be like, oh, so me, pick me up. And yeah, yeah I mean, you would my be, schedule, you know, be on the fucking roof. Yeah. Where is he? Binoculars. Is that a range? <laughs> he promised. Have you been to Smorgasbord? Smorgas, Smorgas, no. I've never been either. No. But they're doing a. Well, Super Bowl oh, Sunday so now you're making vegan. up. You're trying to make up for this. Well, yeah, so doing, just, doing, I'm not going to remember this. I don't remember, don't remember anything yeah, from the I episode. Yeah, I get there at 10 a.m. too. I haven't been, but they open at 10, so I'll be there at 9.30. Uh, but they're doing a vegan... Vegan this, Super Bowl? Uh, vegan smorgasbord this Sunday on, on Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know why. I guess they're thinking that those crowds don't... Or were they saying, mix. get your fill well, in the morning before, before you yeah, go to the party games, so you can get... Games at 3.30 here, come before the game, get fucking Super Bowl chili soup. Get your 52 bean fucking soup here. 
But have you been to Smorgasbord, period? I've, never, I've not been yet. So, right. so maybe I could do that so on my way to Superman. This would be a good one to do. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Dad. I just found out about this. I will not be partaking for the very first year. Ever. So it's got me up in the morning. We're doing something weird downtown. He told me about something, actually. <laughs> he let me know about something before it happened before as opposed happened. to after. Oh, that art show was amazing. Oh, where? Oh, it closed. Sorry. Sorry, it closed last week. I didn't mention it, did I? Uh, uh, thank you. Yeah, come back. Yeah, seatbelts. Seatbelts.
yourself together Put on a new face Climb down off the hilltop, baby Oh, I get back in the race Cause I've got dreams Yeah, dreams 